Blog Talk Radio. We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATV disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministry, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. All right, Bride, good morning, good morning. This is your host, Dr. June Knight, on this awesome, wonderful Saturday morning. Listen, Bride, we have the honor to host today the National Day of Prayer Team. Yay! Listen, this is a very pivotal year. If we have ever seen spiritual warfare at an all-time high displayed right here from where we're doing the broadcast in Washington, D.C., we have never seen a spiritual warfare take place as we are right now visually before our eyes. This is the year of prayer. Come on now. This is the year that we have got to partner with the National Day of Prayer's agenda for what they want to do across this country. Today we have a great team on here that's going to talk to you about their vision. My co-host today is Miss Sarah Lowe. How you doing, Miss Sarah? I'm great. Now listen, Miss Sarah, I'm going to play the national anthem, and when we finish that, I'm going to give the floor to you. Thank you, Lord.
I just want to say that it is very, very important in our country that we keep prayer at the forefront. This is how we was founded, and this is how we will go out of here is by prayer. So, Miss Sarah Lowe, if you would please take the floor. I'm so honored to have you as a co-host today. Miss Sarah? Well, there you go. I, I thought I took myself off the mute, but I was still on mute. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Miss Sarah. You've got the floor, sister. Well, I'm so honored to stand before you today and representing the National Day of Prayer Task Force. Uh, we'll yeah. be sharing lots of stories today and doing a lot of praying because, like June said, we really do need prayer desperately, and uh, we're so happy to represent the task force. We we have a, a small group of staff that, that runs an office in Colorado Springs. We have a, our our president in uh, Arkansas, Northwest Arkansas, and then we have volunteers all over the nation, uh, eight of us that are national area leaders. Rick and I will be representing those, that team. Then we also have a, a state coordinator, I think, in all 50 states, but if they don't, we're looking for them. And we're also uh, representing about 40,000, I believe, volunteers. So it's a, it's a mighty army. And run by a, a, some special forces, and we're we're so honored, first of all, to have Lisa Crump, who is our vice president of volunteer mobilization and the, the liaison to other prayer ministries. Shoulder to shoulder, we're building the kingdom of God. We have Mick Crump, uh, the assistant director of volunteer mobilization. Uh, Rick and I are national area leaders from the South Central. Uh, Pastor Arthur Hunt is a state coordinator in Arkansas. Uh, we have a lot of things to share about the the state coordinator um, position. And Dr. Corinthia Boone will be on later. We honor her longevity as part of the original team that helped Do uh, Vonette Bright establish the National Day of Prayer uh, task force and also still serves for, I think, close to 40 years as the uh, D.C. Capital Regional Coordinator. Um, so it's such a powerful position, and such a, we want to honor that longevity. Also, we will have, hear from uh, Sherry Taggart, who is our Prayer Shield Coordinator here in the South Central region, and she also has been a, a prayer partner with us for many years and through... Um, several different areas of recruiting and uh, activating voices to stand before the Father. So I'm going to first in, first bring on Lisa, Lisa Crump, as she's going to give us some vision casting about things that she's uh, sharing around the country, and then also um, just bring us up to speed on some of the latest information about National Day of Prayer. Lisa? Well, thank you, Sarah. Can you all hear me okay? Yes. Oh, great. 
And um, thank you, Dr. Knight, for having us on and making prayer such an important part, as you know it is, of the the mission of the Bride of Christ. And so we just um, thank you for the opportunity to co-labor with you on this program. Well, the... Thank you so much. I can't wait till we all get to meet in person. And um, I wanted to just kind of start when we do these vision cast events, we've been doing them, uh, I call them the also grassroots gathering that, you know, most people won't come to an or able to come to an annual event that we do with our leadership and volunteers. So we um, have been compelled to go out to the grassroots where they are and to be able to thank the people that have been mobilizing prayer and assemble them to connect with them and especially those that have been National Day of Prayer volunteers for years that we've never even met. And so we've been going, um, we've done about four of these now. We're getting ready to go actually into Maryland, North Carolina, and Virginia towards the end of March and um, just to meet those people. And then also it's a time to share the vision of what National Day of Prayer is. Maybe they've been a prayer warrior. Maybe they're just because coming really deeply burdened by the Lord for the state of our schools and our of what's happening in our country, the great divide that we're seeing. And so um, to meet those people. So we've been casting that net, so to speak, and trying to get that net fuller. And uh, one of the things that we share with them, which a lot of people don't know, is about the public law that makes National Day of Prayer a federal governmentally um, spiritual event that we can have one day a year. And that's something that really I don't know of another country that has as a Christian um, opportunity. And so even though it's for any faith, we as a task force of the National Day of Prayer organize it as a Judeo-Christian opportunity. So that's how we're organized. We're funded that way as a, a Christian expression of that federal day. But it goes back until 1952 under President Truman. But it really didn't have a designated day of the year. It could have been any day of the year. And often it was in the fall during many of those years until a group came around as a National Prayer committee that began to form in the 80s and they came um, towards uh, to President Reagan and it was decided to make it the first Thursday of May and it specifically was chosen not to be a Sunday so that there was more opportunity for Christian observances and so we're so thankful about that so since 1988 it really began to gain momentum through Vonette Bright and then Mrs. Shirley Dobson and Graham Lotz and also then uh, certainly our current president, which is Dr. Ronnie Floyd out of Arkansas, there where Arthur is. So we're so thankful that God knew and impressed people all those years, those decades, to make that such an important part of our nation's history. And really, um, I'm, I love this quote because it, it's such a opportunity to exercise that day. If we don't exercise it, we will lose it. And this goes back to many of you will remember who said this. Silence in the face of evil is itself evil. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. Do any of you know who said that? Dietrich Bonhoeffer. And we all know that era Mm -hmm. in the war. And so it is our Christian responsibility to stand up and speak up and show up. And certainly pray up. And so um, 
that's what we're trying to do, uh, June and Sarah, is to mobilize that day. But it's not just a day. As, as all of our volunteers know, we are mobilizing daily prayer for America. That's kind of our Super Bowl, but we're always leading up to getting more and more prayer every single day. We cannot survive without that, that uh, lifeline to the Father. Our mission is really just to, to mobilize public united prayer for America. We do that through prayer conference calls, events like the grassroots gatherings we're doing, and certainly first Thursday of May, and, and many other things. We come alongside a lot of prayer efforts that we can align spiritually with and be a part of that, encouraging what they're doing. We also get proclamations from all our state governors and from the President of the United States. And so we are in the process right now. Uh, we've already gotten the one from Arkansas. Thank you, Arthur, for that. And um, we're certainly working on that in all the other 50 states and also U.S. territories. We also encourage people locally to get one from your mayor, get one from your your county. Those There are a lot of different ways. Uh, one of our coordinators in Alaska is trying to get one from her school district now, a proclamation that proclaims the day. And those things have power. They are words. We really try to get our annual theme, which every year there is a different theme, to mobilize and rally around what is God saying that the nation needs. And we all are just in love with the theme this year, to, to borrow from a part of it, but it's based on John 13:34, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. So our theme is basically, is just simply pray for America, love one another. So that's a lot of what we're doing right now. Sarah mentioned a bit of the volunteer network, and it's been my privilege. This is going on my 16th year working with that volunteer network nationwide, and I call it the Moses model, where it's divided into different segments and levels so that some are over whole states, some are over regions of the United States, like Sarah and Rick on this call, and Arthur is over a whole state, and then Arthur would be over people serving at different levels within his state, so that nobody grows weary and gives up, and it gives closer support to that local level. So we're always trying to connect people to go to that local level where they can make relationship and they can have prayer covering and have that closer support. We're really trying through uh, Dr. Floyd's leadership to reach into every county, every city, so that there aren't any gaps that don't have a designated prayer person in our nation. Every field in America needs to be defended by the power of prayer. And so we're really trying to find out where we have those gaps, recruit into those gaps. And um, lastly, I just wanted to share a little bit we talked about us being um, Judeo-Christian expression as a task force of that federal day, but that's based around our statement of faith. And in our culture, the word Christian are many terms that we use and that we who've followed Christ a long time, we know what that means from the biblical Holy Bible context, but there's a lot of redefinitions going on out there. So I wanted to just go through quickly, if I may, what our statement of faith is, what we believe, 
And when we get new volunteers, we want them to fill out our application, which is basically a one-page form that tells us a little bit about them, how to contact them, but it includes that statement of faith and so that we know that we're speaking the same biblical language. And that also, how is God calling them so that we know that the Lord is really calling them to the movement of National Day of Prayer or National Daily Prayer? The statement of faith is the Holy Bible is the inspired, only, infallible, authoritative word of the living God. There is one God eternally existent in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Lord is creator of all things in earth and in heaven. All things have been created through him and for him. This is based off Colossians 1 and Genesis 1. And the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ in his virgin birth, in his sinless life, in his miracles, in his vicarious and atoning death through his shed blood, in his bodily resurrection, in his ascension to the right hand of the Father, and in his personal return to power and glory. That for salvation of lost and sinful men and women, regeneration by the Holy Spirit is absolutely essential. In the present ministry of the Holy Spirit, by whose indwelling the Christian is enabled to live a godly life. In the resurrection of both the saved and the lost, they who are saved into resurrection life, they who are lost into the resurrection of damnation in the spiritual unity of believers in our Lord Jesus Christ. So there are about 10 points there, but that brings us a, um, a landing point. And as Sarah and Arthur know, we've really tried to steward National Day of Prayer, a public united prayer, in the vein that anyone who believes in these things should be very comfortable coming alongside and praying together, whether you come from a more conservative background or a more charismatic background. We can believe on these things that I've just shared and that we can mobilize prayer together. So that's a bit of my story, and I'm going to turn it back to Sarah at this point. Wow, Lisa, there's so much that... uh we all all want to make sure that we that we're lockstep and in sync. I always have, and for many years, I've I've quit saying NDOP and say NDP because it is National Daily Prayer. We praying without ceasing and trying to stay in a sync with all of what God is trying to do in our nation. I wanted to see if Mick would be able now, Mick to talk about the national website. This is our our uh, way that we keep all in uh, the statement of faith is on there, the application to uh, for volunteers and the posting of events. So Mick is our assistant director of volunteer mobilization and really keeps us all on track. Mick, are you there? I'm here, Sarah. How are you? Well, we're great, and we're looking forward to hearing from you about uh, keeping us on track through the website. All right. Well, thank you. Um, a large part of our task, our responsibility as the National Day of Prayer Task Force is to support and serve the, the volunteers. And the way we start this off is through uh, processing um, 
potential volunteers, and we ask everyone to go to our website, nationaldayofprayer.org, and click on the volunteer tab and fill out our application. Uh, the application is uh, may seem a bit much for a volunteer position, but it's not as, as, as deep and thorough as a typical business application. And simply what we're trying to do, like Lisa mentioned, is we just want to make sure that the uh, that you would agree with our statement of faith and the direction that we want to go. And uh, what we do is after you fill it out, we look through it at the national office. And if it looks pretty good, we send it on to the state for which you would represent. It's then up to the state coordinator at that point to follow through, to contact you or contact your references and uh, just verify that you are the type of person that would fit into this scenario. That takes about two weeks, and if everything goes well, then we, we let you know through a, an acceptance letter, and we give you some tools. We give you a training resource manual and uh, some contacts, and uh, we let you know that you and your state coordinator can now work together on your, on your career as a volunteer for the task force. One of the things that we do is in, in an effort to support you is we've created a website, and uh, now we are, we've just relaunched an updated website from our previous one, and as would happen in technical areas, we're, we're having some issues with it. But uh, the website is designed to give you some history of the, uh, the task force, the National Day of Prayer. Uh, we help to equip you. There will be videos on different subjects so that you can go out into the field and know how to, ha how to handle different situations as they arise. Uh, we give you the opportunity to post your events once you've uh, – gone to all this work to create this event and uh, what you want to do is you want to get as many people as possible to come to it so uh, we understand that advertising it on your own can be an expensive troublesome venture so we've got this uh, tool within our website that allows you to go in and 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 post it give it a title give it a date a time what's going to be involved a location so that way anyone in your area that's looking for an event they simply go onto our website and they can type type in a specific address or a zip code, and it lets them know all the events that have been been posted. Uh, after that, we've got uh, some promotional tools that we've created for you to to help you. If you were to to start from scratch on your own, um, it could go all over the place. Uh, and we want to create a unified effort, so we've come up with some some tools every year to help you advertise it in the form of posters. Uh, bulletin covers where you can uh, put it in your church bulletin. Uh, we've we've created the, uh, a national prayer every year. We've got a flyer that has that on the back that you can hand out to people. There's all sorts of tools available for you, and uh, that would be under the shop tab on the website. And as I as I've mentioned, uh, we are in the process of updating the site. So currently today, our event posting site is uh, still being created. They expect that to be up and ready in the next one to two weeks, and we just encourage you to uh, to do that as um, there's a lot of people over the years that are accustomed uh, to, to going to that place to find the events, and uh, I know social media is available as well, uh, so we encourage you to use that. So uh, we're, we're trying harder every day to be of service to you, uh, the volunteers. Uh, we accept feedback, and uh, if there's anything that we can can do for you and your future journey as an NDP task force volunteer, please feel free to let us know. All right. Well, thank you, Sarah. That's all I've got. Well, that is a 
whole lot, Mick, and we're so grateful for all that you do to try to keep us on track and to keep the uh, the volunteer mobilization going across America. We're going to have Rick come in right now and pray for you and for Lisa for the uh, all these mobilization efforts that are going on. We know how hard you're working, and we appreciate you very much. Here's Rick Lowe. Rick is my husband, uh, sort of a co-leader of the National Day of Prayer in South Central, as well as right now uh, the interim uh, state coordinator for the state of Tennessee. Thank you, Sarah. Let's join our hearts together. <clears throat> Father, we are, uh, Lord, we're so grateful for, um, we're so grateful for the way that you gift your people. You call them, you gift them, you place them right in the body where you want them. Lord, I, I thank you for, uh, I thank you, Father God, as we look now and we look at having all of the uh, all of the the technical pieces, all of the administrative pieces, and you've taken your servant Mick, who is attention to detail, who has a heart for you, who has the organizational skills that you have gifted him just for such a time as this. And Lord, I pray that uh, that as uh, Mick works through these details as he works through bringing the website to to the uh, fine tuning that you would have us to uh, to uh, to implement this year. That Lord, that you'd give him uh, that you'd give him wisdom. You say to those who ask for wisdom that you will give it to them abundantly and without finding fault. Lord, I pray that uh, as they search those things out, there won't be uh, there, that that you will facilitate and make those ways straight. And Father, I pray uh, I pray also for uh, for Mick and Lisa as they travel and as they are they are sharing the message of uh, of uh, of, the, of how they are that we want to serve the body. Through this, through the prayer efforts, and to go through these tools, that that Father, that you would give them favor in their travel. I pray for protection for them. I pray for uh, Lord. I pray for the, uh, the the finances for the ministry, and that uh, Father, that for everything that uh, that you, Lord, have already called forth before we even before we knew anything about it. We know that it can come to fruition, and that Father, that it will bring uh, it will bring uh, an expression that will bring glory to you in the prayer places throughout our country, Lord, throughout every every city, every county, every state, that we will get a record, and it would be the record that we can come back together not to identify necessarily an event, but that we can rejoice in the fact that you brought forth the voices to ring heaven's bells, to bring down, Father, righteousness, that we can have, Father, the, the glory of the Lord to be seen on that day throughout. And I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, Thank you my, so much, I, I was a, 
Yes, thank you. We're, Lisa, we are we just honor you and are so grateful for what you and Mick have teamed up to release across America, especially as you're traveling in this vision casting um, journey. And we're so grateful for it. To do that together, you know, as you know, working there with Rick as well. Yes, indeed, when when uh, the Lord uh, opened my eyes to the value of the National Day of Prayer Task Force in 1989, uh, Rick and I, I was a, a young, that was 30 years ago, <laughs> I was a young homeschooling mom and kind of scared of my own shadow, but in the process, as we have grown, uh, we've been he he's been in a different place when he was working full time and now that he's retired we've moved into a different uh way but we always continue to be partners and laborers together in this uh in this wonderful vineyard <clears throat> one of the one of the things that i learned early on i remember one of the uh meetings i went to very very early in the in the process and I spoke about National Day of Prayer. I was so excited. And before I got out, one of the men who were there, he said, well, I can't do that because it's too political. And I said, well, we're, we're not about politics. We're about, you know, releasing it to God <laughs> and lifting up the governmental anointing uh, that comes from the throne. And he just looked at me like I was a little bit crazy. And I continued to walk toward the door, and another one came up to me and had another, um, you know, criticism about um, we were too political. And I just prayed all the way home, Lord, help us to understand that this is not about the people or the party, but it's about the process of praying for our nation governmentally and i'm going to ask right now that arthur will come forth and uh he's the state coordinator of uh arkansas national day of prayer he's also the president of the college of aspiring artists and a pastor of the hunt memorial cathedral of faith so as uh in, in all of these places arthur has become like a spiritual son to rick and i and we have been in many situations that could be uh, construed by the world as political. But Arthur's going to uh, bring forth some information that might help to explain how the NDP is about the governmental process and not about the political uh, situations and the warfare that's going on in our nation. Arthur? Well, good morning, uh, Sarah and Rick and everyone. And uh, you all hear me okay? Can you yes. hear me okay? Yes. yes. Oh, wonderful. Let me, let me thank Dr. Knight for being a, a very uh, generous host and uh, a prayer leader uh, in her own right for uh, hosting and facilitating this call. I was glad to have uh, last week in Nashville to spend time with uh uh, Rick and Sarah for a warm and uh, uh, meaningful uh, time together. And it's just a joy to pray God's word. You know, sometimes when we think about uh, 
prayer and the word of God uh, and its application to so many parts uh, of our world and our nation. Uh, In reality, it should be a part of everything we do. Uh, God's word is the lamp unto our feet, the light unto our pathway, and that is resolved. God's word is settled in heaven. That is resolved. Our nation uh, was founded uh, on the principles of the word of God, the Bible, uh, the God of the Bible. Uh, The prayer assignment that we have is to pray this word is to let the law of the Lord, which is perfect, be the supreme uh, rule uh, for all that we say, all that we do. And that's a challenge every day because we are inundated with so many different uh, perspectives and reports and ideologies and personalities. Uh, But it's the be attitudes that must become the my attitudes and sometimes says I go from the be attitudes to the me attitudes. And I think there's a, a few verses here I'd like to just uh, bring forth and then pray forward uh, that I often refer to as template or uh, foundational uh, uh, truths that uh, keep in alignment and uh, I'll just begin with uh, the Beatitudes, Matthew 5, uh, and it's compassion uh, that allows us to be more like Jesus. He says, blessed are the poor in spirit, uh, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. All day in prayer we're seeing this group uh, in our national uh, view. Uh, In the view of the world, God looks at his creation, and he sees all these moments uh, going on, not just in the United States, but this is our target uh, prayer area. Uh, But he sees all this, and he says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. Wow, Lord, create a thirst, and salt does create a thirst for they shall be filled. Well, who is going to be a part of that transmittal? That trans are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And we can just hover over that. Uh, Blessed are the pure in heart. And this is where we always want to wake up uh, in this mindset. Uh, Geographically, We may wake up in different cities, but we all can wake up in the kingdom of God, and we can wake up with a heart that's pure. And I want to just pray into that, and then as we uh, transfer more time back and forth, we can share more. But the pure in heart, Father, we thank you because uh, we only want uh, your word to be the absolute intake, the absolute part that we uh, meditate on day and night. God, anything that's not true, anything that's not honest, anything that's not of the good report, the report of the Lord, God, we say no in everything. We say no to any and everybody. We say yes to you, your will, your word. 
And, God, this is our heart as we pray nationally, as we pray regionally, as we pray uh, from our various spheres, that we can have the pure heart. And, God, we know when we can keep the heart pure and nothing more purifying, nothing more cleansing than your word. And we thank you that we can go into various spheres, and, God, we can have you inside of us. And you said not what goes in the man is what defiles the man, but what comes out of the man. And we thank you that your Holy Spirit is that purifying agent. It's that fire that burns away all impurities. It's that fire that gets us right with you and righteousness uh, that exalts the nation and sin that's the reproach to any and all people. So our prayer today and always is that you keep us in a pure heart chamber. God. Let us meditate on you. Let us think and pray and live your word. And, God, we pray this forward in this prayer call and every prayer leader uh, in National Day of Prayer and prayer ministries that are connected to your word uh, nationwide and globally, uh, that we are one in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for pure hearts, Lord. I I just praise you, God, for the way that you're leading us today into the purity, the purity of your love. As we love one another, not out of a manipulation, not out of political process, not out of uh, focusing on people and parties, but focusing on you. Our prayer is that we will... uh, really be transformed by the renewing of our mind, as even Arthur has quoted in Philippians, to think on these good things. Lord, we want to be thinking on the things that move your heart. We want to be praying the things that are on your heart for America. We know that this nation, according to the Mayflower Compact, was established for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. Forgive us, O Lord, for the way that we have not recognized the truth of your word. We haven't lifted up the cleansing that that comes from the legacy that we have written in the Bible from, from Genesis to Revelation. We have a guide for our prayers. And so we praise you for this, Father. And even right now as we press forward in, in the praying and talking about the efforts that are going on in America, we just praise you that you are stirring hearts. And I'd like to ask Lisa to come back in because there's an increased effort to recruit students to the NDP youth movement. And, uh, Lisa, we'd like for you to share about that. I know I've worked for many years. In fact, when I first started with National Day of Prayer, I was a homeschooling mom. <laughs> and that was 30 years ago, and it, it was not as, as popular as, as maybe it is uh-huh. nowadays, but it's still always warfare. And so I would like for you to share about our uh, legacy of prayer to the next generation and also then have uh, Sherry come in and pray for the next generation. Uh, Lisa? Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you so much, Sarah. And, um, you know, it's interesting that you and others of um, that are serving at that national area leader overseeing a big part of the United States, 
several of you came from the homeschool mom movement and um, several decades ago, like you said, when it was not as um, accepted and not the norm and uh, growing like it is now leaps and bounds because of the, the culture and what's happening in our public schools. But Several months ago, Mick, uh, my husband, who you met earlier, was um, we have an incoming way through our website for people to contact us, and we were contacted by a group that mobilized um, a lot of things, apologetics, which is really defending our Christian faith in modern culture, and they, um, their leader, Dr. Alex McFarland out of North Carolina, um, had um, they approached us and asked, could they help us? with getting prayer in the in front of the youth, getting them involved to do an event on the National Day of Prayer led by students themselves, much like see you at the poll in the fall, but to kind of end cap the year to make it um, ending in prayer. And so they've worked um, with many other students organizations they probably have a page and a half of others that they've been working through um, through the years as they've been trying to help um, particularly university students young adults but on down into high schools and and middle schools be able to defend their faith why I believe what I believe and how I speak to my fellow students and, and my peers and then also you know those that are over us in these all these different environments and so um, we reached out to them and what's happened is um, Alex has become a volunteer role as well but like yours Sarah but at a national level and it's just the National Day of Prayer National Student Movement Director to help us engage with all those student ministries on campuses whether it's in um, you know schools um, to also the university and college campuses. Alex travels a great deal with his apologetics work and has such a passion for young people. And um, so he's just getting started. This is a pilot year. We're hoping that we can share some of the testimony at our October summit, which will be in Springdale, Arkansas, home of um, our president, Dr. Ronnie Floyd. That event will be October 27, 28, and 29. And um, I really hope for Alex to be there so that everyone can meet him and that we can really pray and intercede into a huge expansion for reaching kids. Um, Alex was going to be in um, Boston this week with an Ignite Ivy event and uh, is, again, in front of a lot of students. But the idea is, you know, even down to elementary school and to get but um have these events be student led where they are learning to lead in prayer and be that voice and they really have the leverage to do it where uh, sometimes the adults around them can't have the voice as much as the kids themselves those students themselves so they have the freedom to do that and um we really want to really really seek the lord for increase here cuz we know this is where the enemy targets our young people and we can see this with what happened in, you know, Germany um, earlier ago. They go after the young people. The enemy does to reprogram them and turn them into evil ways. And so we want them to be on fire for the Lord. They are sponges. I mean, some of the things that I'm reading that I get from them, you just see such, such zeal. And those that understand the truth of the gospel and know the 
the relationship with the living Lord Jesus Christ. So there's such great hope for this. And all of us who've been laboring for a while, we need to bring those people up behind us. We all know this. So that's what's happening with that. And uh, we do need to pray for great favor there. I'm going to ask Sherry, yes, please pray. Yes. Well, Father, we thank you. We thank you, God, that this is a day and this is an hour that, Lord, we know that prayer does not equip us for the greater works, but prayer is the greater work. This was by Oswald Chambers, is the greater work, that, Lord, you are calling them. It is by your spirit you are drawing our young people. You are drawing the generations together once more because, Father, we see that it will take the grandmother, the, the great-grandmother, the mother, and the children. We are seeing generations coming together and working together in this hour. Our prayers are effective when we are praying with clean hands and a pure heart, O oh God. You are drawing them. They are voices. They are anointed. Lord, they have seen and lived in uh, a culture that we never even dreamed about or thought about could happen in our lifetime. And, Father, but we know that these are the Jeremiah's. These are the Daniel's. These are the Deborah's and the J.L.'s. And we know that you have called them for this hour, for the great, the great ingathering, for the last harvest, that they, Lord, will be fiery. They will have the strength and the energy that we don't, but they will be backed with wisdom and, Lord, uh, with, with a fire that and a guidance that maybe we didn't have in our generation. This is that hour that we will see the great explosion of love and faith to be water walkers, mountain movers, dead raisers. You have called them to the platforms. You are giving them a voice. And, Father, we bless them. We bless this generation, and we bless their mothers. We bless their fathers, that, Lord, that birthed them and gave them an opportunity to live for this hour, for such a time as this, in the mighty name of Jesus. All right. Well, thank you so much, Miss Sherry. Uh, listen, I just want to thank you, Brad, for listening uh, today across the world. Uh, our broadcast is actually global. Half of our audience is in the United States, and half of it is overseas. So thank you to all the other countries, all you other Christians that are listening to this. Please pray for this organization, the National Day, for their success and for our event that we have coming up in May. So right now we're going to take a quick little commercial break. Good evening, Bride. This is your host tonight, the president of We Are the Bride Ministries. I just want to take this time to thank you 
for listening to We Are The Bride Radio, WATV Radio, and for watching us on WATV.TV. Listen, Bride, this month is our four-year anniversary, officially on the radio. We would like to thank all of our listeners across the world. It is a shocking fact that half of our listeners are in the United States and the other half is abroad. Thank you so much. It has been our pleasure to interview over 300 ministers in four years. It is our philosophy that we encourage you to be successful because we need every person doing their part, every person to be successful in ministry. It's all about missions. You know, the mission that God has. Everybody in that room stood and applauded. We asked for greatness. It's greatness for our country and to renew our love and loyalty to one another as friends, as citizens, as neighbors, as patriots, and as Americans. There could be no better way to begin this exciting national adventure than the way America has always begun our greatest adventures, by coming together in prayer. So today and every day, let us pray for the future of our country. Let us pray for the courage to pursue justice and the wisdom to forge peace Let us pray for a future where every child has a warm, safe, and loving home. Let us come together for the good of our people, for the strength of our families, for the safety of our citizens, for the fulfillment of our deepest hopes and our highest potential. And let us always give thanks for the miracle of life, the majesty of creation, and the grace of Almighty God. Thank you. It is an honor to be with you. God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, Brad, I wanted you to hear that because that was President Trump at the prayer breakfast the other day here in Washington, D.C., and I just want to say that he has reached out to the prayer leaders of this country Uh, He actually has prayer calls. Believe it or not, our president uh, partners with the prayer leaders across the country, and he will talk to them about different prayer requests. What an honor it is to have us at this pivotal point in our country uh, to be pulling together in prayer. Now, Miss Sarah, I'm going to give the floor back to you, sister. Well, hallelujah! That's kind of a hard act to follow, but it's it's so um, it, it's a it is an answer to our prayers that we have a president yes. calling upon the grace of Almighty God, and we praise God for the opportunity that uh, have been opened to us. That we have many doors that have been opened. I I want to yes. talk a minute about some of the ongoing prayer efforts. We have uh, we we have a monthly prayer uh, call with the National Day of Prayer called Pray for America. It's led by Lisa several of the months, and then all national area leaders. We all take a turn, and we press in uh, to 
all reuniting prayer ministries across our nation. And that's the first Thursday of every month, including the National Day of Prayer. On our prayer calls, we don't take a holiday. We uh, figure every day is a holiday or a holy day. (laughs) Hallelujah. We have every single night since March the 3rd, 2009, we have had two hours on the phone in, in this phone prayer room, as Arthur calls it. And then we also have been activating voices in prayer shields. There are a number of other calls besides these calls that where we're standing together every single morning. There's a pastor Monday through Friday that leads a daily 10, and that's a vision that Arthur put forth. So Monday through Friday on this phone number, there are uh, prayer calls and then followed by revival prayer out of Uh, Most of the ladies that are on that call are from California, so we have an hour of prayer every morning, two hours every night, uh, three hours, four hours on the first Thursday, and and during the month of January, we had 10 hours a night on uh, the phone, and so we're just, we're we're not about the just praying one time. We're asking God, we pray, 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 pray. Pray to ask God for guidance each day. Pray for our president. Pray for all of our leaders. Pray for the city, the state, the the national leaders. Pray for your those that are in your sphere of influence. And Sherry Taggart, about 10 years ago, maybe a little bit longer now, Sherry, became a prayer shield coordinator for us in our south central area. So she prays. Uh, specifically for Rick and I, for our five state coordinators, and she's been a a commissioned leader on this Watchman of the Night that we have. And I'd like for Sherry to pray for ongoing efforts that voices will be activated, that voices will be lifted up as we we, uh, answer this call that that our president comes has lift, let go. He's saying we want grace of Almighty God. We need God. One of the things that you often hear is God bless America. And we've started saying, America, bless God. Where's your yes. focus? We need to be blessing God. We need to be walking in a obedience to his word. And, and I'm starting to preach, and so I'm going to ask Sherry to pray for the prayer shield, the prayer for America, the watchman of the night, and daily 10, all the efforts that we're putting together yeah. to bring unity across America in our prayer efforts. Sherry? Amen. Thank you so much, Sarah. It is a privilege and an honor um, to be able to pray for others. And I just want to say I know that others have come to this place. It feels like that we have been on pause. Um, But, you know, God, um, there are times when the nation takes a turn and God calls us to a reset um there is even now he is bringing we are we are becoming we're having the heart of god and the mind of christ we can think like christ and we can love with the heart of god and that is what's important in this hour that god has called us to a different place to think differently. It's not just assignments, but it is assignments, walking 
as his true ambassadors with his heart and with the mind of Christ. And so, Father, we thank you that even now that your perfect love in us cast out fear, that, Lord, we were to fear not for you are with us, that, Lord, it is fear that causes us to fear the news and to fear our neighbors and to fear those who are different from us. But, Father, we have repented of that. This has been a season where you have, Lord, done great things in the hearts and the minds of your people. And we thank you that this is a time where you have called us to walk in this world in a a fearlessness, in a love and a hope and a faith, and we thank you for it. I thank you, God, for our leaders who stand on the front lines, Lord, And we have prayed for them, but you've chosen them, and there were things that they had to walk through. It was you and them, and they had to know it was by your mighty hand that you delivered them. But, Father, I thank you that this hour they have come through, and we are reorganizing and putting up new shields. We have learned more now how to do it and what to do and what you're looking for, Lord. And those that love you more than they love the world and more than they hate the enemy, that this is a time that, God, we trust you, we believe you, and, Lord, we stand in the gap as mediators. We stand uh, between our, our, our leaders, our spiritual leaders, their families, uh, that we are like everyone else. We get hit in our, in our minds, in our bodies, in our finances. But, Father, we also understand that we've gone through fire, and that fire that cleanses and purges and gives us right motives to pray correctly and to pray with clean hands and a pure heart, that, God, those are things that please you. And I thank you. For the leaders, I have known our leaders in National Day of Prayer, and I will say that they have the purest hearts and the pure motives that they truly do love God and they love man. They love um, with an everlasting love, and I have marveled at many of them. Um, at their work and seeing them come through great obstacles and trials and tribulations because they are the ones who go first, who stand on the front line. Father, I thank you even now uh, for uh, Lisa and Mick and Dr. Floyd and for Dion and uh, for um, Sarah and Rick and Arthur and, and Dr. June and what she does, Lord. We just overcome until we come to a place that we don't even see it as being overcomers. But, God, this is a time that you've called us to be light, to be torches uh, in this nation and in other nations upon the face of the earth, that this is an hour where we walk as ambassadors, raising, uh, raising up light and shedding your love abroad. I thank you, God, that you are calling your intercessors uh, to be community organizers, 
that, Lord, you know, the enemy didn't create anything. That even as we've seen community organizers, it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing for us to do. And now, Lord, we just ask your blessing as we go forth um, upon our leaders that lead and guide and direct us and upon the prayer shields that you will raise up in this hour, that each neighborhood, each church, each city and each state, God, will know and feel your presence and feel your covering and, Lord, feel your heart and that many, Lord, will feel that conviction and come to a saving knowledge that this is that you might receive glory, that you would receive glory and honor. And, Father, that we want to be a nation of people found well-pleasing to you. We lift up our leaders' arms. We lift up our legislators. We lift up our president. We lift up on our governors and our state leaders, Lord. We lift their arms up because we know they're weary because we've been weary. But this is a time that we put on strength. We encourage one another. Your word says that we should esteem them very highly, our spiritual leaders in First Thessalonians uh, 5, uh, that you esteem them very highly in love because of their work. And, Father, we do. We encourage one another and we build up one another. And we thank you for what you are doing in this hour, that we have not been this way before, but, Lord, that with the leadership uh, of your Holy Spirit and of these leaders that you have called for this hour, that, Lord, we will walk that walk And, Father, we believe that we will be found well-pleasing in your sight, and we will see a nation turn. And, Lord, through repentance, as we get up on our knees, Lord, and we see what you see, and we can weep as you weep, and we can rejoice that, Lord, once more, we will have that young love, that fresh love, that first love, And that, Lord, we will turn this world upside down as your first church did. We love you and we bless you and we thank you, Lord, for all that you've done and that you have kept each and every one of us through this hour. And, Lord, you are bringing us in to the greatest hour for your outpouring of souls in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, we just praise you for the outpouring that you have been uh, pouring out, Lord, and we praise you for the greatest awakening that has begun as your bride has begun to stretch and uh, wake up, pull out the cup, pull the covers down and stand up and salute. We praise you, Lord, that there are many who are not pulling the covers over their head and turning off, the, turning back on the snooze button, but they're standing up at attention. And I wanted to ask Lisa to share uh, one more thing before we go into the, our next season of prayer. Uh, Lisa, I, I'm so excited. I remember when you first talked about the prayer flight. We've got the, we've got all kinds of action going on in the in the troops on the ground, but um, the Lord raised up several years ago uh, something called prayer flight. Can you share about that a little bit? Yes. Um, 
Man, it, it probably started a, at least uh, 12 years ago. I'd gotten this email or some kind of notification. You just don't know how to hear about things, but the Lord just connects you. And it was a group of pilots that were Christians that were praying on Easter or around Easter time and uh, from the air. And they were sharing a testimony about how um, being above things, that you can just have a view of what God sees sometimes. It just gives you a different, um, you know, view above and seeing the schools flying over hospitals and county and capitals and, you know, neighborhoods and homes and businesses and just seeing all that from above, just how the fabric of a, a community is built over farmlands and rural communities to, you know, metro areas. And it was it just stirred my heart, and I I wrote to them and asked them, would you consider um, doing that on the National Day of Prayer? And this group were based out of a, a little town in Ohio that had started it, uh, Lima, Ohio. And I had the privilege, Mick and I, of going there after National Day of Prayer and, and doing prayer flight with them about four or five years ago. But they also accepted that you know that would be a great thing for us to mobilize around the national day of prayer and so from that beginning they began to recruit you know farther and wide to to have a prayer flight over each state capital in all 50 states and we began to help them connect with our own state leadership and those who knew pilots and so forth. I've got to fly over our Colorado capital in Denver one year and one year when I was in Helena, Montana for the National Day of Prayer, we were out on the, the steps of the capital having our getting ready for our event and here came the prayer flight. You could see them above and how they oh I'm gonna cry. How they were circling the capital to pray. And um these pilots um, are all Christians, and they invite pastors, um, other people who will pray to ride up in wow. these, these, you know, private planes with them, and it's that just so amazing. powerful. We just love it. Um, they uh, have a new leader now. He's based in North Carolina, and he actually comes from a um, state aviation type of um, work that he did, so he's very connected you know, with um, that whole industry and the way God connected them and and raised them up. We are hoping that they they actually have requested to do a fly-in before our summit in October to do that on Saturday before everyone else comes that maybe some of the regional, you know, type pilots would come in and then join our summit. And uh, we wanted to honor them because, again, this goes back at least over a decade and uh, the previous leaders and board members of Prayer Flight. So I'm really hopeful uh, we should pray into this now that they will be able, some of them, to join us in October and meet and uh, give increase. Because it's, you know, like everything else with our own volunteer leaders, there's always turnover and recruiting is always going on. And we certainly want to expand beyond um, capitals. We want to cover as much of a, a state as possible. So there's plenty of room for pilots to take care of helping us increase prayer on that day (laughs) hallelujah i remember standing out (laughs) 
I remember standing outside the state capitol here in Tennessee, and we uh, were in touch with the pilot and watching them circle around our capitol, and we knew that they were there praying, and we were just we we were just cheering and and. I have not been able to have the privilege to go up in one of those prayer flights, but I can tell you I've enjoyed it from the ground. <laughs> well, doesn't it make you feel like God has given us the air cover, too? It's just really yeah, beautiful. And that's very strategic here in uh, in Tennessee because the uh, Fort Campbell straddles Kentucky and Tennessee line. In fact, the biggest landmass of Fort Campbell is in Tennessee, and you've been with us, Lisa, when we had a mm-hmm. uh, training there. Uh, that's yeah. the only air assault training division of the U.S. Army in the world. And I can remember when I first learned that, man, I was standing up and saying, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. We need to go there. Sarah, <laughs> I, yes. want to tell, I want to tell Lisa something about uh, what I know about Lima. Lima or okay. Lima. Okay. Listen, when I went to Bible college at World Harvest Bible College with Rob Parsley, he's in Columbus. And he did a thing called Reformation Ohio. I drove the church bus, and we took the Bible college students all over Ohio praying. Well, we went there to Lima. Really? This was was back in 2006. I'm going to tell you, to hear that this is happening there, it makes my spirit man just leap. Because that city back was so uh, poverty-stricken, and yeah. to see what God has done is amazing. Look what they are doing. I'm so happy yeah. y'all have partnered with them, sister. Oh, well, I tell you, the Lord just, he just has a miraculous way of putting things in front of you and giving you the thought, connect with that group. And uh, the guy who started it, Michael Harnishfeger of Lima, Ohio, was also the police chief and such a passionate brother. And um, I'm hopeful that we um, have a special way to honor him this fall. So that is so cool. Thank you so much, June, for sharing your history about that place. I got to fly with uh, Michael over Lima in that county. Mick and I did, and it was such a, just like you said, you could see the poverty there, but you could see the love of God for that place. Oh, praise you, Jesus. The Lord is amazing. Amazing. Indescribable. That's who you are, Lord God. Yes, Lord. Well, Father, I just want to take this time myself to pray for prayer flight. I know right now they're recruiting for all these states and all these locations, and it is a huge task, Lord God. I think of him doing that for the whole nation, and it's just like the student movement. It's a huge task, and we need more laborers. We need more pilots. We need more um, um, connectivity, Father. And, Lord, I just thank you for we were able to share a testimony of one of these pilots from South Carolina um, last month in our volunteer newsletter. And so, Father, we just we ask for increase that this year the airwaves may be covered even more in prayer. Father, I lift up Kim Stevens, who is leading this effort for us now, Father, and I know it is a huge task. And, Father, I ask that you would 
make this job lighter somehow. Bring support, Lord. Father, through all the mechanisms we have electronically, that more people will hear about it, more who are pilots and passionate, Lord. Many of them were missionary pilots, Lord, that are are helping Kim. And so, Father, we ask for an increase. We thank you for the great history from uh, Lima, Ohio, and Michael Harnischweger, Lord, that chief of police there who started this whole thing and the original board, and they are so passionate, Lord. And um, we just ask that you would bless them, all of these who've been involved, all of these who will fly and bring others up in the air to pray over all the neighborhoods and all the places of authority, over all of these places that you would bring them, whether it's a rural area or a metro area, to pray, Father, on this day. It is so strengthening to us, Lord. And we ask that you will make their work light, Lord, that you will bring in the laborers for them, for Kim Stevens with this effort. In Jesus' name, we ask this, Lord God. You are able to do this. Your hand is not shortened. So, Lord, we look forward to how you will respond and encourage Kim and Michael from the past and bring increase through prayer flight for the National Day of Prayer, May 2nd. In Jesus' name, to your glory, Lord, we ask this. Amen. Okay, Miss Lisa, either you or your husband, if y'all could answer this, I can just hear some of the uh, church leadership out there that's listening to this broadcast. Okay, if they are not involved with the National Day of Prayer up until this moment, uh, what would you say to those pastors on how this year... Uh, they can join your movement. Maybe your husband will have to answer this, but uh, how can they get involved? Do they go to your website, or what can they do on the church yes. level? Yes. I'm sorry my husband had to step away with someone, um, that, an appointment. But, yes, go to the website, nationaldayofprayer.org, O-R-G, and go under volunteer under the main menu. There, just under that main tab, if you click on that, you can scroll down and read a little bit more about what it means to be a volunteer. And then there's a big red box that says, you know, here's the application. Fill out the application. And it's it's like uh, we were sharing earlier. It's just a one-page form that just give us your contact information, your church, a reference, and then we want to you didn't. We want them to sign the statement of faith, which they click a box that says they agree with that. And that's basically it. And then we send it on to the state coordinator to connect them and make sure that they can work together. And so that's how we do it. And then they get they're connected. They start getting communications from their state leader, um, invitation to prayer things, uh, prayer calls that as they're beginning to mobilize and connect with others maybe there's somebody um, another church or that they could connect with too that's involved so that's how you do it it's really pretty simple and uh, then they well let me ask you one other question before uh, Sarah takes the floor again okay if you have a person out there a Christian that really has a heart for prayer but they don't really feel comfortable praying because they uh, maybe they don't know how, or so, so maybe they're not really equipped to be leaders. They would like to involve their city and help the other leaders. How can they find out what events are happening in their city or whatnot? Yes, yes. Um, as Mick said earlier, our website is um, 
had a little problem getting our events portion. If you go again, nationaldayofprayer.org, click on events. In a couple of weeks, they should have where people will be able to list their events, post their event. And then those that are looking for something to join, this is, an, this is a national event listing. They can search by their zip code, by their county, to see what's happening around them. And if they don't see something there, then they can go under volunteer and contact their, their state coordinator. Click on their state and then ask that person, is there something near me? And just get advice on how they can get involved. But the Lord will teach people how to pray and it will connect them with a, a committee, a group, that they can uh, begin to grow and to feel comfortable with that. And all of those things are available for that connectivity and that training in prayer. Even join the, the prayer calls that Sarah was talking about earlier. Sarah's our, our national you know, conference call coordinator. She manages wow. our number that we have, so she knows what's happening on that number all the time. And um, or when it's not happening, how we can get more going because it, it keeps increasing. And so that's a great way to learn how to get comfortable praying is on prayer calls. And those are really growing. And it really brings a, a, a um, sense of family. I mean, many people who've prayed together have never met, but they just know each other by the Spirit. And it's it's a wonderful mechanism. So I hope that helps as answers your question, June. It really does. I know uh, prayer really does change things. I would like for uh, Miss Sherry, if you don't mind answering this question, how can you encourage people listening that prayer really does change things? Yes, it does. First of all, it changes us. Oh, man. Yes. First of all, it changes me. It changes us. Yeah. And then and then we um we can pray for others. And we can pray for them. We've had many people that have joined us on the prayer calls. We have prayed for them or I have prayed for people out on the streets. And they have joined our prayer calls, and uh, and and we have had many who have been healed, many whose marriages have been restored, many whose Aww. children have come home, and you know um, we we lift faith. People, I'm drawn to other people's faith. I'm drawn to what I feel uh, in them, even when they don't know the word of God. And we have so many intercessors now, and I call them. We're all called to pray, to talk to God. Yes. And so I believe that, you know, anyone, everyone has communication in them uh, for God, for their creator, people that don't know him, they'll cry out in a in a wreck or in a time of illness. They cry out. They cry out to God. They cry out to Jesus. And so this is an hour where um, anyone and everyone 
And you know what? My little my little great grandson. Sherry, for some reason you're going in and out. Oh, sorry. Sorry. But Couldn't I, I believe that it's simple. That it's just very simple. You know, we just go to the, our father just like we would go to our father and mother and make our requests known. Gotcha. Okay, Miss Sarah, you got the floor, sis. <laughs> okay. You can you can <laughs> pray. You can pray for one another. I mean, you can I don't care who you are, you just come up and say, Sister, can I pray for you? And I will always say yes. And you know, people think they're not intercessors that they can't pray, but they can. Yes, we we can. One of the ways that we pray uh, with the National Day of Prayer Task Force, we we have we have identified seven spheres of uh, influence that that we focus on in different areas. In fact, a lot of times when I'm leading a a concert of prayer in person, I will have a person that represents each one of the spheres, family, church, government, military, media, education, and business. Of course, media also can uh, can incorporate our, um, our, our schools and our, you know, there's just so many ways that you can, can, expand this mm-hmm. and one of the things we do in the concert of prayer we ask people we try to break up in triplets so that everybody gets a chance to pray but we ask people don't pray the whole time just pray a sentence mm-hmm. and listen to what other people yeah. are saying and this is this helps people to learn how to pray it's really not mm-hmm. like like sherry said it's not hard it's, it's very simple right talk we talk to god we talk to god we focus on him and we focus on what it is that our hearts are crying and then we just say a sentence like god i love you god i need you or god help Now, Miss sarah we do have dr boone she is on the line with us hello dr boone God bless you, Dr. Mike and Lisa and Nick and Arthur Hunt and all my good friends. <laughs> it's a joy to open our hearts to this coming National Day of Prayer. Hallelujah. Corinthi, I remember I remember the first time that I went out to Arrowhead Springs where Vonette and uh, Bill Bright had the Campus Crusade for Christ, and around my table, I was a very, uh, very shy at the time in my 30s, and, and came came into that place of there were about 50 of us in the room, and you were at my table, and I was so in awe as you prayed, and you were so kind to help me to learn. You helped me learn how to pray. You helped me to come out of that silliness of being shy because it's not about what we can do anyway it's about what god can do so i'm so grateful that you are here for your longevity as a prayer warrior 
not only in the National Day of Prayer, but they're in D.C. So I'd love to honor you for your your years of service and have you talk a little bit about the history of National Day of Prayer and what what you do there in national in our nation's capital as a regional coordinator. Well, the Lord sovereignly uh, had this to become a part of my journey. I had been teaching, um, experiencing prayer, praying God's way um, at Evangel Temple. That time was a mega church. And uh, Barnett came to Washington wanting someone to help her with the National Day of Prayer. And this was back there in 1985. And she, according to her testimony, she went all around to the Presbyterian Church and all the people that she thought would help her, and um, they weren't interested. And in her journey, someone says, well, you know, there is a Dr. Boone over at Daniel Temple, and she's been doing a lot of, of, of prayer, MD, DMV. I think if you go over there, she can help you. And one day I walked into my office, and they, I came into the reception area. They said, oh, there is a Bonnet Bright in your office to see you. I said, yeah, I know. Thank you. And I thought they were kidding me. And um, and sure enough, I went there, and she was there. And uh, she poured out a heart to me, and I and and I said, well, you know what? Um, in 1984, my bishop had said to me, uh, uh, John Mears at that time, uh, how about the National Day of Prayer? You want to do something? Because I was over the whole prayer ministry. And I said, well, what's the National Day of Prayer? And so he explained it to me. I did my research, and we had something there in 1984, and the only night I could get was youth night, and it was just explosive. So when she asked me, I said, well, you know, I have been praying, Lord, what to do this year? And uh, as we talked, and and I, I, I made a commitment, I said, well, okay, I'll open my heart, I'll pray about it, I'll check with the um, other elders on staff and see what we can do. And to make a long story short, I only had about uh, less than two months, all right? And when I checked with the leadership, told them that um, Barnett Bright wanted help for the National Day of Prayer, um, they opened their arms to me. They said, well, whatever you want to get together, we'll support you. And the only time we could get was a 6 a.m. in the morning. And that was before Larry Lee, okay? And so when I went back to Barnett and I told her, I said, well, you know, this calendar is full. The only time I can get is 6 a.m. She says, well, you think anybody will come? I said, I don't have the slightest idea. And I said, well, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll pray and see if God will give me his plan, his strategy. And I did. I got on my face and I said, Lord, uh, what do you want for this National Day of Prayer? And he gave me a strategy that there should be a triplet, someone who would give the scripture, someone who would give the uh, prayer, the, the, the prayer, the posture, and the prayer. And I remember 
and I got the choir. We had a 200-voice choir that was spirit-filled. It wasn't a black choir. It wasn't a white choir. It was totally spirit-led choir. And I got their commitment to be there 6 a.m. in the morning, and the platform was real big, you know. So I put all the National Prayer Committee on the platform and all our elders and uh, I even had um, some of the um, leaders from the uh, from the city, Sam Hines, and some of the leaders. And let me tell you. And of course, uh, we were a very unique church, totally spirit. But the the clinch came as we gave the scripture, as the um, the, the uh, focus, and, and then the posture, there was such, and then the choir would seal it in Russia. There was such a presence of God in that service. But the clincher came that we've gone through, everything was just, I mean, just, just God glorified. But when we got to the last one, I'll never forget, Elder Austin got up and he said, the presence of God is so powerful in this place. And he was right. And the place was packed. It was a 2,000-seat auditorium, 6 a.m. in the morning. But I had an advantage because I had a resource. I've been teaching prayer, so I had people from all over the DM, um, DMV area. And so the place was packed 6 a.m. in the morning. And when he came for his time and he said, um, there's nothing else for us to do but prostrate ourselves on the floor, I said, Jesus, I'm running for life. <laughs> But in, in in saying that, he was right. I was I was down on my face, and then while I was down there, it was just a presence, just a sweet presence of the Lord. I just sort of, and there was Barnett and Bill and David Bryan and all of the guys on their face, and tears running down Bill's eyes. And and later they told me that was an experience with the Lord that they will always cherish. And so that was my introduction to the National Day of Prayer with Barnett and Bill and um, all the guys. And then they wanted to have a meeting. They said, well, can we have a meeting here? And Carolyn Sunset, she was Reagan's a spiritual advisor, at that time, and, and, and she was there, and when they had that meeting there, and Barnett got up and says, well, you know, uh, we need, we, this is just so wonderful, we need to, can, we need a chairperson for it, and Gladys uh, had already told me that, you know, she would like to, and I says, well, you know, Gladys would be the very person to be, because she was uh, Barnett's uh, assistant at that time. And uh, Carolyn Sunset said, no, 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 you are the one. Talk about me uh, to be the chairperson of the DMD. You already have a network. 
and you certainly have proven capable of bringing the body of Christ together in this area, and that's what we want on the National Day of Prayer. And so, and everybody, and, and, I, and I said, no, 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 you do not want me. I said, number one, my calendar is full. I have, I, 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 but you don't want me because number one, if I am in charge of anything, then the only one that's going to be lifted up is Jesus. I, I'm not reading nobody's biography. I said, Jesus, and I is the only one that will be lifted up on Capitol Hill if I am the chairperson of the DMV National Day of Prayer. So, guys, you don't want me. I'm not the person for you. They would not listen to me. They insisted. So then I put my second one on them, and I says, well, okay, if I'm the chairperson, then all of you are on the committee. Then you will be on my committee. And so it it it, it so this we we will do whatever you want us to do, but we know you ought to be that chairperson. So uh, Dr. Knight, that was my first uh introduction to it. Um the second year, oh my God, as well pulled together a steering committee uh, from the DMV, uh, and, I, and I made this clear, too. I, it was important to me, and I felt to the Lord that the steering committee be local, that we had the freedom to come together, pray, get the mind of God for what is to happen on the National Day of Prayer. Yes, we would use the um, whatever uh, the the um, theme would be nationally. We would use that theme, but we would have a local committee that would be multicultural, multi-denominational, cross-generation that will come together, and we would pray and say, "Lord, what do you want?" for this National Day of Prayer. And that is the way it started, and that's the way for 34 years God has been faithful for it to have that type of um, engagement, that kind of pulling together those in the DMV, building relationships so that we don't come out there as strangers, but we come out having prayed and related all year long. We have uh, the Jericho Prayer Movement where there are 13 different altars around the city, uh, and we have also um, the Joy Night. Uh, that's the Christmas where we all come together. Every Friday we have the pastor's prayer call Friday mornings with pastors and leaders every morning. Every Friday morning, 6 to, 6.30 to 7.30, so that when the National Day of Prayer comes, 
we come already relational and having prayed. So we see the Capital Region National Day of Prayer. It's just the culmination of all of the prayers that we have prayed all year, the coming together. So this is just an outcome of, of coming out publicly and with letting the world know that this is real, that St. John seventeen twenty one is real, that uh, when Jesus said that uh, they would be one, all the, the Spirit of God makes us one. It doesn't care about your nationality, your culture. It, it, it don't, it, not with Jesus. The Spirit makes us one. <clears throat> and so when we come out there on the Capitol Region National Day Prayer on the Capitol, we come knowing that we are the family of God and we welcome all of those in the DMV and all of those. In fact, we have people come from all over the world. They make it their pilgrimage so they can be with us on the National Day of Prayer. We have Vine Song that has been coming from England. They bring a team of, of, of 10, their whole team, and sometimes more. And we have those who come from China and Korea. They come for the National and one of the reasons is I have visited, I have traveled the world, I've visited all of those nations before the Lord said, okay, I want you to go back to Washington and I want you to pull together the nations of the world and have a time of, of, of letting the world know that this is a reality that there is a reality when it is my spirit that dwells in my people, and that is your commonality, not the color of your skin, not your denomination, not all your other preferences, but when my spirit dwells in you and your heart is after me and my kingdom, then that is the testimony that I want in the earth. And we've been faithful for this will be our 35th year coming up to stay true to the very beginning that God spoke to our heart as we made a commitment to be a part of this National Day of Prayer team and family. And then, and I've been with Barnett, wonderful relationship. Shirley Dawson, oh, my God, wonderful relationship. And then Ann Lutt, my Lord, wonderful relationship. And now, Ronnie Floyd, God has just knitted our hearts together so marvelously. So I have watched, I have watched the progression of the National Day of Prayer through the various leaders, and I have seen how God has just continued to lead 
And now I just really feel that God has taken us to a very, uh, a, a very um, necessary area because of the season in which we live and the theme being love one another. So I just see there has just been this wonderful progression, and I have just been so humbled and privileged that God would trust me to be a part of this wonderful family. And the National Day of Prayer Committee, I've been a part of that since, what, 85? And uh, in fact, I was the first person of color to even be a part of that um, of, of that group, and 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 I'm very transparent, uh, and and it it, it 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 has been it's been wonderful, because as they have said, they have grown from their interaction with me, because there has to be a spirit of truth for us to grow, and they just opened their hearts to me, and we've had our sessions where there was just a spirit of truth. And we have just continued to grow, and we've just seen the, the Lord glorified and magnified in the midst and bringing the multi-body of Christ together. Everyone says it's nothing like being on the Catholic Region National Day of Prayer. And when Ronnie Floyd came there, he was just so, he just said, this is what I have envisioned. And when he knelt down before us, I, it, I've never had anything to humble me so much. When I asked him to pray, and he says, no, Dr. Boone, I want you to pray. And he knelt down in front of everybody. And I immediately knew, no, not just me, Dr. Floyd, but I want representations from every nation, tongue, tribes, and people group that we have here. We have about 30 nations. I said, I want you all to come to the front. Stretch out your hands. Let's pray for this man because we are in a shift, and God is preparing his bride to receive him. But before he, we receive him, he wants us the spirit of his love to be released in the land from this national day of prayer. If, if, if it can't be done through prayer, I mean, we're we, we really in trouble. But I know it's God's heart that is through the national day of prayer. It's through that. And now with Ronnie Floyd's leadership and, and his heart that there will be a shift in the atmosphere in our nation. It's got to be. And the theme, love one another, is just so timely, right on, and the heart of God. So, Dr. Knight, I don't know if you expected all of that, but you asked me to share. Well, I'm going to tell you, uh, Dr. Boone, I have been over here crying because I know everybody on this call feels the same way I do, I'm sure, but we are sitting here listening to history. We're listening to a general who has been on the forefront of our nation up here at the nation's capital. And, I mean, I just honor you today, ma'am. 
I know, uh, Sarah, I'm going to give you the floor back, Sarah, because I know you have uh, some other things you want to do. Sister, go ahead. Well, I'm like you. I'm so in awe of what God has done through uh, Dr. Boone as she has she has uh, determined, purposed in her heart, just like Daniel did, to lift up Jesus, to get the Amen. mind of God and get the heart of God and press in to what he wants to do. And he wants to bring us from every tongue, every tribe, and every nation. I remember one year Rick and I were able to go to D.C. for the National Day of Prayer. We were able to be in the room with Dr. Boone, and then we marched out in onto the uh, lawn, and it was so glorious. I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I mean, the the flow of love was already there. The hearts, even in this season, and so I've asked Arthur if he will pray for Dr. Boone for what's going on in D.C. and start us going forward. And then Lisa has an uh, Lisa will be praying for. The states um, that that have gaps, and for the state coordinators, and we'll see where we are then. Arthur. Yes, <clears throat> we're thankful, God, today to pray in these final moments. Special prayer for Dr. Corinthia Boone. We thank you for the legacy leadership that you have ordained and have preserved. We pray, God, that the purity of heart uh, from her voice, from her work, uh, continues to break through uh, every zone, region, every area uh, where principalities and spiritual uh, wickedness and darkness in high places exist. We thank you that you have given her strength and favor in her her spirit, mind, and body. We pray as we approach uh, the National Day of Prayer for 2019 that those prayer moments that she has uttered uh, will be more concentrated this year uh, than in years prior, that the pastor's prayer call, that the Uh, various Jericho uh, movement altar uh, moments. And most important, that her renewal in spirit, mind, and body is like the eagle. And that she knows where she is, who she is, who she is, and the fire will burn and burn and burn, and the light will shine and shine and shine from the nation across uh, the nation's capital, across these United States of America. We bless you, O oh, our soul, and all that is within us. We bless your holy name. Amen. Thank you, Arthur. Thank you, Father. Lisa's going to pray now for the uh, state coordinators. Well, we have a, an opening for the state leader, like Arthur, Arthur serving there in Arkansas. We've had an opening for a good while in the state of Massachusetts, and then um, the past few months also in New Mexico. 
And so we're just a few months away from the National Day, and we um, we are getting a little closer, but we really want um, God to lead that. Uh, Dr. Boone, are you still on? Yes, I am. I'm here. I know um, this is um, – I just wanted to join the chorus of um, thanking God, Lord, for this woman who has been used of you in ways that we learned even much more deeply today, Father. Lord, we honor her as your servant, Lord God. We thank you for these these incredible beginnings of what you have done through her and Bonnet and others, and we just to bring the nations together in this nation's capital. Lord, um, we thank you. We thank you, and we ask that you would only bring increase. We thank you that alone Jesus was exalted and has been ever since through her. In his name, we get the access to your throne of glory. Amen. But Dr. Boone, I wondered if you um, would pray for our need in New Mexico State in Massachusetts, if we could ask you to pray for that, as you were such a um, leader from the very beginnings before there were these state roles and things. Um, could I ask you to lead prayer for those two states? Father, you have heard the request that has come forth that there be no lack, no gap, but that every state, and I know that was Ronnie's heart, that there would be solidarity. So, Lord, we are standing in the gap now, and we are standing together as one. You look high and you see low. And, Lord, we know that you already working on somebody's heart. We pray, Lord, that it will be made manifest to know exactly who you have chosen in the foundation of the, of the world to feel this very strategic position at this very strategic time in our nation. The one who has the same heart and vision as Dr. Ronnie Floyd, that the oil will continue to run down. So, Lord, we are standing in agreement. We are praying. We are speaking into this, bring forth deal in the name of Jesus to Lisa and those who are in command, the person that you would have to fulfill these positions in Mexico and Massachusetts. And, Lord, we just thank you for it and our faith says it shall be revealed the ones you have chosen in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord God, we agree and we thank you. We look for your answer to us, Lord God, in your divine timing. 
We thank you again for Dr. Floyd. We thank you for Dr. Boone. I thank you for Dr. Knight and the other leaders. This is such an, a unifying, encouraging moment, Lord, as we stand together for America yes. under God. In God we trust. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Boone. Hallelujah. It's an awesome moment as we uh, begin to finish up how God has brought us together from Washington, D.C., Arkansas, Tennessee, Indiana, representing Kentucky, but she's in Indiana, and Dr. Hunt there in Alexandria, Virginia. I'm just in awe of how God has worked when we began to talk about having this call and uh, about National Day of Prayer. And even the, the date right after Valentine's Day and celebrating the love. And I'm so grateful to you, Dr. Boone, for your longevity and, and history lesson is so powerful. We, I think all of us were moved uh, to get the mind of God and to understand that we, we bring everybody to the table and we, we look to, for the ways that we can uh, activate the voices of, of young and old, uh, all the different multi um, groups, and and just for the powerful uh, vision and, and clarity vision that you gave Lisa and and the, Mick gave the administrative duties for the um, prayer partnership, the long prayer partnership I've had with Sherry and with uh, Dr. Hunt there in Arkansas, Arthur. Um, we are just in all, both Rick and I have been extremely honored to be a part of this today. And I just turn it over to you, uh, June, as you finish up and and uh, bring us however you want us to. There's so many more things that we could share in prayer, but I feel like we've shared, we've prayed, we've shared, we've prayed. The Holy Ghost has led us. And as we stand before his throne, we are just so grateful for your love, Lord. We're grateful that you have uh, called us out of darkness into your wonderful light. You filled us with love so that we can uh, love each other as uh, you have loved, with purity, with holiness. And I pray that, Father, as we uh, as we end this call, that the seeds of this um, mighty uh, testimonies will continue to bring forth fruit as we go forward in Jesus' name. Um, Dr. Knight? Yes, now listen, I want all of y'all to stay on the call because I feel the anointing so thick right now. Listen, we have Christians across the world that listen to this broadcast, and every broadcast together in unity uh, for the ones that are uh, being highlighted by God on this radio broadcast. So I want to lift up together in unity, Bride, if y'all would all just bow your heads across the earth. We're going to pray today for the National Day of Prayer vision. We're going to pray for all of these leaders and for the purposes and the will of God to be done this year through this organization and through the vision that God has implanted on the inside of this organization. Lord, we lift up today. We lift up Sarah and Rick Lowe to you, Sherry Taggart, 
Dr. Arthur Hunt Jr., Lisa and Mick Crump, Dr. Corinthia Boone. And, Lord, we thank you for these leaders, Lord, giving their time today. They didn't have to, Lord. But they gave their time today to sow into the nation and to sow into the very fabric of the DNA of this nation today, Lord. And we recognize the power of this today. We recognize the words that were released, the seeds that were released, and we declare declare today in unity that these seeds will bear much fruit, and it will be fruit that will remain. Lord, we thank you for the vision of National Day of Prayer, Lord, that it has evolved into National Daily Prayer. Lord, we thank you that we recognize and we know that prayer is what moves the country. Prayer is what moves your heart, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and we come together in unity that we do not give up on this country, Lord. You gave us this country, and we're asking you, Lord, that you would help all of the Christians come together into unity in prayer. Fight for the country, Lord, to stand before your throne, Lord, and to sow the prayers of repentance, sowing the prayers of faith, sowing the prayers of loving one another, just like the vision is for this organization, Lord. We pray, God, for the people in this country that are considering taking a role of leadership in this organization. Lord, we pray you empower them. Empower them, Lord, to stand up in the spirit of might, stand up in your strength, Lord, to declare the oracles of heaven into our nation, into the regions, Lord. You love this country. You have a destiny for her. And as we partner with heaven and we release these seeds, we are able to give in to your uh, heart for this nation, Lord. So we pray, Lord, that all of these leaders will rise up for such a time as this, just like Sherry said earlier. Such a time as this, Lord. Let us come together in unity for your will to be done in this nation, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to go on the airwaves today, Lord, to share this vision. And we give you all of the honor and the glory and the praise today. Jesus' name, Amen. Okay, listen, team. Play. I'm gonna play a shofar uh, to sound call to the bride uh, that this woman did. Uh, her name is Candy Strunk. I don't know if you know her, Candy Strunk. Uh, she did this shofar. It is so powerful, and this is how we're gonna end the call today with this shofar. Sending out the clarion call. Here we go.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That, that's not even all of it. That woman can blow a shofar like there is no other. Well, hey, y'all have a wonderful day today. God bless you. God bless you. God bless all. God bless. All right. Bye bye, everybody. We love you.